Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Gotta admit, TikTok, it's uh, it's leveled up. It is, um... It saved the deep dive on YouTube sometimes. When you're searching for a quick repair or I need this exercise to do at the gym, looking for something different. Life hacks for parents. Pretty neat ideas. Now, they're not all winners. Let's just let, let that be told. Not all winners. This one, though, if you do not enjoy... Um, Dinner! Come on! Dinner! Hey! Yo, Claire! Hey, hey, hey! Hey! Yo, yo! It's getting cold! That. If you don't like that, every day, did I just take you into my house for a... (laughs) Yeah. Um, A doorbell. What? Okay, wireless doorbells are incredibly affordable. You can get them for as cheap as 10 bucks. That includes a big box store. If you want to give Bezos more money, absolutely, you can do that, too. But this TikTok video with his mom, she has four kiddos. So think of four separate bedrooms, an assortment of times outside of dinner where you need one child. Now, the understanding is, while they're modern uh, in, in the sense that they've got a lot of cool tech in the house, not all the kids have phones or tablets where they can get a text or be reached by this. So in the kitchen, just to one of the, the cupboards where the glasses are, when she wants it. So every kid has a doorbell speaker in their bedroom. It just plugs into the wall outlet. And then when mom wants to have everyone come down for dinner, she simply simply walks over and hits. And in your bedroom, oh, okay, I got to come downstairs. Kids all come down for dinner. It's like, it's almost like an in-house intercom yeah. system. S- yep, similar. But just with the ding, bing bong. Yeah, it's, that's it. it's very, very 70s, uh, early to mid 80s kind of vibe, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I'm almost like picturing what's that thing the the little like mini elevator you could have in your house for like oh food. the dumb waiter. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, I had to say these kids are getting very spoiled because in my house it was dinner's ready, and for me, I knew if I had any hope of eating a decent sized meal, I had to beat my brothers to it. Oh yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hundo P. Yeah, that that was it. And you got called once if you missed. Yep. That and weren't paying attention because dinner pretty much fell in the same in and around the same thirty minute block of time, unless there were sports or something else that had us out of the uh, the, the house a little bit sooner. But um, I, I think it, with how kids live today and the way it operates, this isn't the worst idea. I would go to say in my house too. It's not even a matter of you missing out on a meal if you miss dinner. But because my mother's love language is food, it's its own separate category, <laughs> the, the amount of upset that you would make her for not eating her oh, food yeah, is yeah. worse than going hungry any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I, I get it. I get it. But you, Benny, how was, how was it in your house? Yeah, I know you had your sister's handful of years older than you. Was it a yeah, yell? Was, was it a call? Was it a... It was uh, half the time it was waking me up because my dad worked so late. We wouldn't eat till like 8.30 or 9 sometimes. <laughs> like, it was crazy late. <laughs> real estate world. Yeah. yeah, the real estate world. Exactly. Uh, but same with my current house, my the house that I grew up in, old, so you could basically just raise your voice slightly and the whole house can hear it. Dinner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there yeah. it is. I could just smell that it's ready <laughs> from the, a floor and three rooms away. I like this. I, I may give this a go. I may give this a go, but yeah. again, wow. you know what? If, if your teenager is comatose post-school like they all do with all the... You know, hormones and growth and all the thing that comes in. Sometimes they're in a they're in a deep uh, hibernation. Instead of a doorbell sound, I wonder if we could record our own, and you could either have like a dinner's ready or a bing bong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, someone they'll be so well conditioned like Pavlov. Doorbell <laughs> yeah. rings one, equals one, food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that or an Amazon package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Attitude of gratitude. The big or little things in life you're grateful for, you can share. At any point, it's a Monday-Friday thing. We like to bookend. We want to finish the week off, so to speak, and start it off with just some positive vibes. Laura Geddes, what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my liver. Um, <laughs> what, that it I works, did, or you have y- one, or... Uh, both. Okay. Both. I was telling you guys off air, I have not really been into uh, the drinking lately, at least compared to what I used to be. Right. You know, for me, I just, I don't know. I just haven't felt like doing it. However, after both participating in St. Practice Day and St. Patty's Day <laughs> this week, I am feeling way better than I feel like I should be. So thanks, liver. Thanks for having my back. Hey. It, when it does what you ask it to do, I mean, what else could you ask for? For sure. From your liver. I did also, I will admit, I did not have a single green beer. I did have some whiskey, but I had sangria all day yesterday, and I will not apologize for it. Beer is canceled for me. Extra shocking that you drink sangria all day and don't have a headache. But I know <laughs> what makes me feel... Water. Yeah, no, but it was delicious, one, but also beer is what makes me feel like garbage. Like, I will start to feel sick while I'm drinking it. It just doesn't, like, just doesn't feel good for me. Mm -mm. Nope. Okay, little question on uh, the whole green beer thing. Full disclosure, never consumed it. Always been like, that looks disgusting. Does it do the same thing? You know when you buy a a cake from, say, a certain grocery (laughs) grocery store and it has all the dye and the food coloring? (laughs) No, it does not. No? It gets all filtered out? Yeah, it gets pretty filtered out. I wondered that too, yeah, because I've never had the green beer either. The thing with it, I had one yesterday. I stayed at home because I had the kids. I had one green beer and then several darker beers because Guinness and (laughs) Kilkenny, you can't really dye too well. But you have to use a ton of dye to make it look wonderfully green. Otherwise, it looks like, Jeff, what you were just talking about in the first place. <laughs> it does not look terribly appetizing. Okay, because that, that's just a little bit of my... How, how's that play out? I yeah. one, once had a, a cake from the grocery store, a lot of red in that clown, if you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> Next morning, oh my God! <laughs> Backstage, Ben, what are you grateful for? Well, I was going to say water, but that's basically the same thing. <laughs> 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 no, I, I'm actually super grateful for the band, the Dropkick Murphys. They did another live stream last night. Oh, and nice. So the past three, you know, now including last night, St. Patty's Days, they've been doing live streams. And they're always super fun. I've seen them live like five times, and it's an incredible mm-hmm. show to go see live. But this was great, too. We actually watched two shows. We watched one for the kids at around 7, and then they launched at like quarter after 9 or so. So I stayed up for most of that show. <laughs> a little doozy towards the end, but super fun. They always have great stories. They actually, their banjo player is recently out of jail, and he learned to play banjo in jail. And they're like, oh. we're all about second chances here. The Dropkick Murphy's like, he's a brand new banjo player for them. Oof. But he crushed it. He did such a great job. He was a huge fan of the band. And you see him just killing it on stage. And so, such a great story. I love that. Yeah. Love oh, it. he should totally write a book called From Jail to Dropkicks. There you huh? go. There you go. He might need a literary, a literary agent, Laura. So uh, keep that little uh, yeah. that tuck well, behind. Yeah, that's yours. Based on how many times I had to re-spell our St. Patrick's Day poster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm the one. <laughs> Maybe an agent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm super grateful for the lamest things of all. So last week I talked about farm fresh eggs. Well, a neighbor heard me talk about it. Guess what I have arriving tomorrow because there's a small farm not far from us. So wow. I've got 36 farm fresh eggs. Oh, buddy. 36? Yeah, we, eat a, we, we have, there's five of us in the house and one of us eats way more than a human should. Yeah, yeah, fair so, enough. Uh, so with that, so excited because 
They're all different shades of brown and white. Yeah. Oh. Try to get one if you can. Like, try to try one of the eggs, one of those 36. Right, right away? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I hate it before they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna hide them. Sorry, bud. We only have four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna do that. And then I've got uh, homemade sourdough bread from someone else that oh, I love. Uh, I, I, we've been going there. Mm. She, I'm gonna bring both of you, and I've talked about this. She does sourdough cinnamon buns. So that will be right. for next yeah. week. Okay. Okay. Next week. So I'll follow up with that. No. Yeah. Hey, that could be my uh, 300 win yeah. prize. There we go. What yeah. about the 100th tie prize? That's the that's a cake. I'm going to try to nail that this weekend for hey. Big Brothers Big Sisters and Bake for Kids Sake for Benny. There you go. Got a lot going on in the kitchen. There's a lot going on. You're not <laughs> yeah. wrong. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Okay, follow me on this one. Uh, things start off with plants, but it gets a little weird. But basically, humans are changing the way plants evolve, but how life is evolving. And there's a crazy difference between urban areas, so major centers, and, and all the way out to you know rural areas, farm communities. So human behavior, we are really um, messing things up. This new study out of University of Toronto saying plants adapt in unusual ways because of human actions. So they, they, the phenomenon they dubbed a natural selection is one of the greatest biological forces on Earth. They, like this is, it's heavy handed. It's almost like there's a little bit of pain and anger behind this report. Oh, wow. It's, Unnatural oh. selection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unnatural okay. selection. These, these scientists and researchers are a little bit mad. So they used, for example, white clover. You see this everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They did research. They collected white clover from 160 cities and nearby rural areas in 26 different countries. So from Waterloo to London, Ontario, to Lisbon, to Tokyo, everywhere. And they uh, went, okay, wow. So what they noticed is, for instance, white clover produces hydrogen cyanide to deter herbivores and to increase the tolerance to drought. But in cities, it has like 80% less of that. Oh, crazy. So it's losing its protection mechanisms because of urbanization. This, they went on to uh, go down the list of uh, other impacts based on uh, what we're doing by building big, tall towers and cities. For another one, North American songbirds modified the shape of their wings to cope with habitats fragmented by defore- uh, deforestation and the fact that we've got to buzz through buildings and things like that. Um, Zambian elephants now being born without tusks at all because they don't need them to knock trees down and do those kind of oh things. My goodness. But it's not nature doing its thing slowly over time. We've basically hit fast forward on all of this stuff. Wow. A little bit unnerving. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it sure um, is. Cane toads, they were introduced in Australia. That was to deal with a beetle infestation. Uh, with sugar plantations. Well, now the mouths of black snakes have shrunk because they don't need to do what they needed to do to eat. Like it's... And the toads, they've become cannibals themselves, like almost a, a victim of their own success as predators. It's it's, it's, it's a crazy time with the nope. evolution of plant life and, and into various animals and bugs and insects. So... They're basically evolving the way that we have in terms of, you know, humans' bodies have evolved because we can be lazier now. Animals is kind of like that, but just to combat flying through buildings. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like a bird. (laughs) Back in the day, you know, we'd go hunting all day, and that's why we have, you know, uh, body fat stores, you know, to ensure we have energy. But now we grab our phone, and it comes to our door like Ben. (laughs) My door is unlocked. Come into my home. We have body fat uh, storage because we are... Not going out hunting <laughs> anymore. We get to be lazy. Yeah. We are literally turning into those uh, U-Haul rental storage yeah. facilities. <laughs> you pay that monthly fee, but 
What was crazy, they had 110,000 samples of different DNA from plant life to animals and the same patterns that the evolution of all these things, they just said it's completely unnatural and it's it's a bit of a part in the term, but it's a wildfire. It's out of hand and they don't yeah. know how to slow it down outside of, well, less humans and the buildup around uh, urban areas. Mm. Hey, good Friday morning mm. to you. Wow, yeah. I thought they were going to say like it's cool that the animals have learned to evolve and it's helping them out. Well, it, help them out? they've had to evolve to survive Yeah, because extinction is your only option without evolution. We always hear about, you know, like dinosaurs and everything and how many millions, hundreds of millions of years they were around. But I feel like the earth has not changed as rapidly it has as it has in the past like hundred years, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody is struggling yeah. to keep up at this point. Yep. Yeah. They've talked uh, all the way to mosquitoes and their gen- uh, genetic diversity. It's completely different. It's completely different. But wouldn't it? Hmm, is it not a good thing that they involve that they evolved versus not evolving at all? Because then they probably would have croaked. By well, now, right? and, but part of it is they say they're they're evolving to areas that would have otherwise taken hundreds, if not thousands, of years when humans would have had a, a different level of evolution. Like we would have kept up, but unfortunately, the wild is getting wilder quicker than we are evolving. Hence, oh, why we're that's... still seeing disease and few things that yeah, are, yeah. are animal oh, and insect born. Oh. I know. Okay, I I see, I was was trying to take it as a positive. I'm like, see, look, they're beating us. Maybe they'll win. They probably should. (laughs) They earned it. They earned it, yeah. What's that Will Smith movie where the city's all grown over and it's just... I Am Legend? Yep, yep. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Hey, the good news is it'll uh, really impact real estate prices for the upside. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be able to get that four-bedroom condo downtown for a song. Yeah, Yeah, all right. Tiny house, moving to a tiny hill. There you go. (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. See it or skip it with Backstage Ben. Brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. Backstage Ben, what do you have laid up for us today? It's a very uh, highly aroused weekend <laughs> ahead. Um, okay, so first off, we're going to start. There's it's, it's only two movies, but they're both, uh, they've got a theme between the two of them. Okay. First one is in theaters. It is a horror movie called X. That is about a group of attractive young adults going to a farm to make an adult picture. Okay. Oh. Yes. Is it based in Ripley, Ontario? Because Whoa. it seems like it. <laughs> what goes <laughs> on in Ripley that we yeah. don't well, know about? What's going on? Get us farm? Insert joke here. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, continue. They, it's, uh, <laughs> the title of the movie that's being made is called The Farmer's Daughter. And, oh. yeah. So, uh... Shockingly, despite all of this, currently at 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, everybody universally is loving it. Uh, it's a throwback slasher. They said it's got total oh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes. So the idea is they go to this farm to make this movie. That's the first part of it. But then I think, from my understanding, the elderly neighbors are not terribly happy with what's going on and uh, chaos ensues. Uh, not for the squeamish or faint of heart, from what I'm understanding. It is outrageously violent and gory, but really good reviews, like very well made. The guy behind it, his name is Ty West, and he has done some of the uh, like 2010's best movies. He did um, Your Next, which is one of my favorites. The Innkeepers, which was very well uh, well received as well. So okay. this one, you know what? If you're a fan of horror movies, this definitely looks like it's one you're going to watch. Kind of art house style. 
but even though it's about porn. <laughs> <laughs> you like one, you might like the other. You like the other, you like my, yeah. Well, and that's, a lot of the reviews actually say that. They're often very close together. It's <laughs> a lot, of, it's a, it's about taboos and it's about things that you shouldn't be either participating in or watching in real life. So that sort of thing. I mean, okay. I'm saying this is actually a really good movie. Uh, next, we have finally unshelved Deep Water with Ben Affleck and his former girlfriend, well, at the time, girlfriend, Anna Darmus. Uh, this is what they lovingly call an erotic thriller. Adrian Lin, the director uh, behind this, has done some of the big... He did um, Fatal Attraction. He did un, uh, what was Unfaithful with Diane Lane in the late Oof, 2000s. That was a way back. Yeah. Uh, he has done... Uh, he's kind of made a career on making what they call the erotic thriller. So this is like a 90s, 2000s style. Uh, ben Affleck plays the husband to Anna Armas, who basically... If she wants uh, entanglements with the, whoever she pleases, that's part of their deal. And uh, things go awry <laughs> because it is a thriller. Yeah. So somebody, from my understanding, goes missing. And they have to sort that out without spoilers. I feel like Ben's done a movie similar to this. There are a couple. He has done a couple of movies similar to this. So has she. She often is uh, used as uh, the skin in a movie, in, in most things that she's been in, really. Okay. Not to discredit her as a wonderful actress, because she really is a very good actress, but this, I think they're just kind of leaning into... Well, and again, Ben has also done movies where he is dating the girl that he's doing the movie with, a.k.a. Gili with J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> and this one, not faring all that well. 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, and they're saying it's cheesy, Ouch. it's not... It's not necessarily if you're you're looking for a thriller, it's not terribly thrilling. If you're looking for something erotic, it's not terribly erotic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you think J Lo secretly is kind of like yes? I would imagine so. Yeah. So this movie was was made and then shelved, which means they had no intentions of ever releasing it. It was fully produced. It was done, and they're like, nope, we don't want to we don't want to release it. And then Hulu picked it up, and they've got it. Now I don't know. Normally, Disney Plus has Hulu stuff. I haven't been able to find it on there, so I'm not sure. If what about Crave? Because Hulu will also do a dump on the Crave. That's possible. Yeah, I'll, yep. I'll take a look at <laughs> a that. A dump on the Crave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really describe this movie. <laughs> I have to say something really interesting. There is one name that is tying all of this in, and I feel like this guy has has a bit of a thing. Sam Levinson. <gasps> yes. No. Produced. He's so creepy. Produced He's X creepy. and wrote Deep Water, and also is behind Euphoria. So, Jeff, when you're looking at me like, who? Yeah, he's also behind Euphoria, which is teenagers doing it. <laughs> so this guy has a... He's uh, got a theme, this guy. Theme, uh, yeah. And can I just add, too, if we're on some Sam Levinson shade, Sydney Sweeney looks exactly like his mom. And he makes her get naked so many Ugh. times before it. Yeah, a lot Ugh. of fans have pointed out, you are a weirdo. He's okay. a weirdo, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Great so, show, but he's not the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not the vibe, I don't think. So, I mean, you got one, see it. Go to the theaters. You can go see that one. I would skip Deep Water. If you don't recall, last week, Benny mentioned, go see The Batman. The Batman, yeah. yes. <laughs> That's also Third week in still a row top of the list. See it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see it or skip it with Backstage Ben every Friday at around 710. Sometimes it's phenomenal. Other times it's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Benny didn't pick him. No. Why didn't he make him? <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. All right, so in case you forgot, the Met Gala, because it was canceled last May due to COVID, they said, actually, we're going to do a two-parter. So they had the, the part one in the fall. 
Now, part two going to be May 2nd, around the normal time that it usually would be, but they've just announced their co-chairs. This is kind of out of left field for me, but all right. I like it. Picasso, Blake Lively, and Ryan Reynolds, along with Regina King and Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a good. Oh, all right. Okay. Yep. That's, uh, I heard of them. I, that's the thing. I'm like, oh. All right. I kind of know them. Like, I know Ryan Reynolds for trying to milk money out of you any chance he gets. I don't really know him for his fashion. Uh, but all right. Blake Lively, XOXO Gossip Girl. Okay. You rock some looks. Okay. 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 Lynn Manuel Miranda is always very well dressed, as is Regina King. I think those two make more sense in my mind. But all right. Let's see how it goes. Uh, the theme, by the way, part two of In America, an anthology of fashion, which personally I actually found to be kind of a boring theme. I already know America loves itself. Yeah. Do something different. Are they trying to broaden their horizons of people who will watch by having them on? Not necessarily full-on fashion-based people, but just more entertainers? Well, it's nothing to watch, though. It's not televised, and it's an invite-only event. Yeah, sorry, uh, not watch, but like just have eyes on, I should say, like pay attention to. It's hard to say because I find it normally gets roasted when you have a bunch of celebrities show up and the theme isn't particularly interesting or celebrities don't pay attention to the theme, which Rihanna has thrown shade, you know, indirectly to people yeah. saying, you know, at least I went on theme. Yeah. You know, you remember her iconic egg dress? Oh, God. <laughs> the Met Gala is where that comes from. So I always love to watch the red carpet. I love to see what people come up with. However, I found the theme this year to be kind of boring because celebrities had the option to play it safe so easily and what they probably thought like oh I'm taking a risk here by wearing a classic American black and white suit <laughs> you know so anyway see May 2nd is the date uh, this is super cute so imagine your friend is taking a video by the pool you're a little annoyed because you can tell you're about to be on camera this is the scene with Leah Remini and JLo JLo looks so annoyed at first but then Leah starts to roast her and it's actually the cutest thing ever so Jen asked me to meet her by the pool right Okay, here's me. Here's me, normal. Look at this one. Head wrap, jewelry. What? Can you be ugly once? Just be normal <laughs> once. Do I have that? Okay. You're such a jerk off. <laughs> it is the cutest friendship. It is so cute. At first, JLo's like, are you really filming me right now? And then Leah's just like, can you be ugly, please? <laughs> and it's true. She looks amazing. Meanwhile, Leah's just, you know, wearing a ball cap or whatever you would regularly wear to the pool. But JLo looks like she's taking a video shoot. As of always. course, yeah, she, yeah. I have yet to see her look like disheveled, disheveled? Saturday yeah. morning, jogging pants, stained from the late night wings on the t-shirt kind of yeah. look. Yeah, I know somebody who got to see like a really small, intimate J-Lo show and kind of got to meet her in person and said like she does glow by J-Lo. Like you can just see the radiance mm-hmm. beam off her skin. I'm like, ah, imagine being that healthy. I wouldn't know it. Uh, Pete Davidson, he's no longer going to space. Uh, the Blue Origin flight got delayed by six days, so now he can't go. I imagine it's for filming purposes. Everybody's like, oh, well, we don't know why he's not going anymore. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, the dude is pretty booked and busy, so they're going to announce a sixth crew member in the next few days in another edition of People with Too Much Money. <laughs> All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. We're going to head over to the... Jeff Laura Backstage, Ben, Action News Team, and uh, our our anchor, Laura Geddes, live on the street. She wanted to really, <laughs> just really be with the people for St. Patty's Day. So yes. those people were 
all the fun university students in Waterloo Region. That really, I mean, the clone much the same here in London as I was cruising downtown and uh, just post-dinner time. When it really popped off, daytime in London, that was the difference, was a little more cash in comparison to Waterloo Region. But then by five-ish, it was a whole different world. Uh, yeah, that was definitely the case in Waterloo Region. I would say it probably peaked before five o'clock and then settled down a little bit. But, but we went out around eh, 4.45 to do my first Virgin Radio News broadcast. <laughs> and I would say it was still popping off by then, too. It was, and I mean, we had people from Western, from Fanshawe, met some students from Ryerson as well. A whole big mix. I want to. Uh, I want to get into this. See how it turned out for you. Yeah. So I did get a chance to talk to a few of them. This is just my first mashup. I'm telling you, I have very many minutes of talking to, uh, let's say, very hydrated university kids. Who was St. Patrick? Well, some Irish guy. I don't know. He was Irish. Do you know what he did? I hope nothing bad. Are any of you Irish? Yes. yes. Uh, I, mean, I think so. But okay. My parents are Irish. Irish. So what percentage are Irish are you? I think like 65. I'm 80% Irish, 20% Scottish. Okay, perfect. So who was St. Patrick then? I'm going to me. Whoa. Do you have any advice for people who are attending or maybe want to attend future St. Patrick's Day parties? Oh, yeah. Count a lot of water. A lot of water? Water, carbohydrates, a lot of potassium. What's the craziest thing you've seen today? Uh, you can be honest. Don't worry. Probably a couple pairs of... <laughs> what happened? Romantic. Oh, wow. By the way, uh, Benny did correct me. He's an Irish bishop. He technically wasn't Irish, but he is considered to be an Irish bishop. He is, the, he is still the patron saint of Ireland because he drove the snakes yeah. out of Ireland. That's yes. his whole thing. So now we did have somebody actually did answer. I'll post more video footage later. Uh, somebody did actually know that answer, though. I was like, good for you. Good for you. There you go. I also want to give a shout out to the wonderful student who had a shirt that said, kiss me, I'm Irish. I said, did that shirt work out for you? And he said, no, not yet, but I did mess up the back of it. And the back of it said, consent matters. But he forgot the N in consent. So it's like really little. But it was so cute. It was so cute. They were well behaved. Which, well, five hours after that, like how would they have been by 10? That would have been mine. Uh, Yeah, we should ask some bar owners and see. Well, CTV News actually reporting, though, the the party did move to Uptown Waterloo in Waterloo Region and Waterloo Regional Police reporting no major incidents yesterday. And, you know, just on the anniversary, too, in London, it was the 10-year anniversary of the the St. Paddy's uh, Day Shaker that ended up flipping a CTV News truck and then they lit it on fire. (gasps) Yeah. That was a CTV truck. Sure Uh was. We have one less in the parking lot because of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, insurance never comped that, eh? <laughs> Ten years later, we're still <laughs> we're still paying off. Time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it's, it, it, it's nice that overall, again, there's probably a few things that have yet to come to light. That overall, it was muted in the sense that people were out just having fun, and that's that was the root of it. Just go have some fun, see some people you haven't seen in a while, and and uh, get in the spirit of the Irish. So it was nice to feel normal and very green once again. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. It was uh, one of those really meant to be. We get all these name and numbers. They pop up on, on the text platform. And we grab them. We randomize them. And boop, a pops a name and a number. First, Derek, we've got the last four digits for your phone number. They align with uh, the frequency for Virgin Radio uh, at a Waterloo region of 105.3. Awesome. Cute. So that's meant to be. And then I'm like, hey, where? Uh, what are you up to? He's like, oh, I'm on my way to work. Where? Wingham. 
Laura, growing up in Ripley nearby, she worked in Wingham. My first radio job was in Wingham. Holy Derek. Meant to be. Swinging Wingham. at home, I guess. Yeah. So you, you uh, walk on down to the anchor bar. Maybe you've seen me perform karaoke before that place <laughs> shut down. We'll never know. why it shut not, down. right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, Derek, hopefully uh, we've got you before you walk into the showroom. He's, uh, he's selling cars, Laura. He's in the in the automotive Ooh. industry. Uh, what busy. kind of cars? Uh, Ford. Oh. All right. Bill Ford Tough. Okay. Sorry. I, just I wish they would bring so, back, have you driven a Ford lately? Remember those spots <laughs> from way back? It was like late 90s, yeah. early 2000s. Great commercials, Derek. Better than crazy yeah. about yeah. a Ford truck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough, enough, enough. Uh, so Derek's ready to go. He wants to try to uh, to beat backstage Ben and topple him. None of this 3 nothing win stuff. Let's see. As uh, Benny masks up, we'll turn it over to the question master and see how things play out, Derek. I will let you know one thing before we get into the questions today. Obviously, this week has been grade school trivia in honor of March break and the kids. But in honor of it being Friday, I have grabbed all of these from the grade one curriculum. Okay. God, better get a win then. Okay, here we go. First question. Who invented the light bulb in 1879? Thomas Edison. That is correct. Second question. You have to answer this question rapidly. I will not give you time to think about this one. How many letters are there in the English alphabet? 26. Oh, man. You're slaying. You're slaying. Okay. Third and final question. What is the force that causes objects to fall to the ground? Gravity. Yep. We got it. A three for three today. Do you have a tiebreaker just in case? Uh, I will get a tie. Should it be a grade one tiebreaker? I don't know. I, th- I think the unfortunate part is as we uh, we can now get a really good understanding of, of Derek, then he clearly killed it in grade one. But we okay, could so keep going and going and going. Yeah. Maybe uh, I'll go up to, uh, let's do a third grade tiebreaker. Right. So park that. To. And if we need to, we'll, I can throw Ben out into the secondary hallway. And, uh, okay. and you can throw that at Derek. If Benny, in fact, does not go three for three. Benny! The look on his face. I don't okay. even think he got into his wordle there because he normally tries to spend a minute <laughs> yeah. or two out there on it. I do have a good tiebreaker, I feel. Love it. Okay. Uh, Benny, Derek scored uh, three for three today. Oh, all right. We got wow, a game. Benny bring bringing out his little leprechaun with that last oh, to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Derek, would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage Ben? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's probably going to get the three for three as well on this one. So. Oh, Derek, okay. a good sport. Let's see how these uh, Jedi mind tricks work. Uh, well, Benny, I did let Derek know this, so I'll let you know it too. Not only are these grade school questions, but we're going right grade one only today. Oh, fun. All right. Okay. First question. Who invented the light bulb in 1879? Thomas Edison. Second question. You will not have time to think this one out. I need a rapid answer. How many letters are there in the English alphabet? 26. What is the force that causes objects to fall to the ground? Gravity. All right. We got a tie. Well, congrats. You guys passed grade one. All right. (laughs) Do you want to do the grade three tiebreaker? I I do. I have it. I do. So Benny will have to uh, ditch the headphones. Go yeet yourself out, Benny. You go to that secondary room. My steps in today. Go say hi to our friends (laughs) at Pure Country. Yeah. Except for it doesn't matter if Benny gets steps or not because he doesn't have a smartwatch. (laughs) What's the point of moving without one of those things? That's right. I swear my battery's dead. I'm not moving. No point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, tiebreaker. Let's see. Okay, uh, grade three tiebreaker, Derek. What is the closest planet to the sun? Venus. Incorrect. Oh. 
<laughs> we need the like who wants to be a millionaire. I know. Uh, it was Mercury. Looking the other Mercury. One, yeah. <laughs> the other one. Well, there's a bunch of planets. Don't worry, it wasn't a 50-50. Tough guess. Uh case back in. Tiebreaker question. Derek did not get correct. Oh, grade three, huh? Yeah, yeah grade three is a big step up. Now, Derek, okay. you can trash dog Benny if you want to. I'll give you another chance to. Uh, I think he's got this one again. So uh oh. Pressure's on. Okay. Tiebreaker question. What is the closest planet to the sun? Venus. Incorrect. Oh, jeez. Oh, Mercury. Mercury. Oh, we're still tied. What are we supposed to do? We're still... We just can keep it at the time. Well, we, yeah, we, yeah. Can, we, we can keep it wrap at this up. Yeah. <laughs> we got to keep this show going, don't we? There is, uh, <laughs> there is Ty 101. Hey, Derek, well done. Yeah. There you go. A tie yeah. is still a win for us, Derek. Yep. Woo. We'll take it. That was well impressive. It's quick. I mean, I'm saying impressive. It is. It's grade one trivia. <laughs> <laughs> if we had burps along the way, I would have mildly concerned. Now, busy weekend. I don't know how how full's the lot. If you if you have 20 seconds to to, to bring people down to see you and wing them to buy a, a, a nice Ford vehicle, what do you yeah, pass it's along? A, it's it's pretty empty right now. But one thing in a small town is their exceptional small town service. So uh, come on down to Leslie. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. I love it. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Right, the bill's in the mail for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio.